Hello and welcome to the Retro Rejects. On this week's show we're going to be discussing the Clerks trilogy. I, I think it's for me anyway it's pretty much the perfect trilogy even more so than like Star Wars Lord oh, of the Rings oh definitely maybe Lord of the Rings might although um, the last Lord of the Rings though that went on for like 15 hours too long yeah it was still good though yeah. but you know like I mean say when you think of uh, see the thing is I suppose we're caught up in the, the old kind of thinking about trilogies whereas like the, the trilogies weren't really a thing Anyway, I suppose Star Wars Wars was probably one of the first trilogies, was it? Other than maybe Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> something <laughs> yeah, like something that. coming out of the Yeah, or Friday the Turn. You know, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. But I suppose Friday, yeah, but they weren't trilogies because there was like a load of them in it. Yeah, but there's kind of clerks that's kind of expanded a little bit to include Jane, Silent Bob. Well, that, that's the whole thing. That's, yeah, but there's mm. the clerks trilogy. Okay, right. Yeah. Let's talk about the clerks trilogy then. Yeah. Well, no, we'll talk about everything mm. in it, but I'm just on about, say, kind of beforehand, it was like, say, people would have considered uh, maybe the Indiana Jones trilogy mm. as being... Um, that's not a trilogy anymore, though. Yep, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> in the 80s, we're in the 80s and 90s. Okay, okay. Even though I know the Clerks movies were done after the 80s and 90s. Mm. Um, the Clerks first one was done in the 90s. Mm. I have absolutely nothing in front of us, so I'm not going to have any dates or anything like that. Right? That's a big fit. Kevin Smith fan anyway mm. um, it's so big you don't know the dates of the releases of his yeah well, concentrating <laughs> on dates mm. but you know but like so I just thought right we don't need anything in front of us when we're talking about this we've been mm. fucking discussing the man and yeah, he's watching all of his films since yeah. whatever year yeah. teenagerhood <laughs> yeah but no I think as far as a lot of trilogies dip or fall down even like say the Dark Knight trilogy mm. I think first one great movie second one great movie third one you had Superman yes Superman first one great second one even better third one people were like what the fuck <laughs> uh, like especially with evil Superman flicking peanuts <laughs> Do you remember that when he went to evil and he um he was like they showed he was evil because he went into a bar and he was flicking peanuts breaking glasses getting drunk um they're, they're very limited and they're kind of like I mean it's you could have them fucking burning people to death like and over fucking destroying cities uh doing an omni man on it but it's like no you just flicking peanuts yeah you get hammered um. And then four was just like, ooh. But a lot of people, when they think of trilogies, I think when they're talking about, say, classic trilogies, they go to, like, The Godfather and they go, yeah. the third one killed them. Yeah. They are like, what are they? Or Jurassic Park. Although Jurassic Park, I thought the first one, even was like, meh. The second one was terrible and the third one was just atrocious. <laughs> Lovely. So you're just basically going all other trilogies suck in comparison to the Clerks Most trilogy. Most do. I think it's hard to get a good trilogy. Yeah. Um. Whereas I think that, two out of three ain't bad yeah. according to Meatloaf. But as well even with fucking like say Star Wars mm-hmm. with the original trilogy of it it's first movie I'm going to be a bit controversial mm-hmm. with this and say it's not great. It was great for the time 
I think I'd struggle, but maybe it's just because we've seen it so many times. I and could maybe not because go you're an adult now as well, and it is actually technically designed for kids. Yeah, but you know, it's it's not. It's very hard to watch uh, a New Hope mm. again. I think, um, and like I mean, The Empire Strikes Back, very good. Uh, Return of the Jedi used to be one of my favorites, but like. It's still really kind of like the similar story. Like they're just obsessed with Death Stars. It should be like called the fucking the Death Star fucking yeah. franchise, really. Um, more so than that. Was there the, no? Yeah, there was even fucking even in the the original. I think there was some kind of they showed like fucking Motsy's faces. Um, uh, Grandmaster Poopy Pants's fucking kind of thing where he was like, "Oh look, he's got plans for a Death Star, mm. an operational <laughs> Death Star." <laughs> But you you know they 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 always say but I think the clerks thing it follows a perfect trajectory. Um, yeah. Suppose, yeah. Now I would like to have seen it finishing on a happier fucking note. Yeah. Um. When I remember seeing it and kind of going. Oh, oh my oh god. Fuck. Mm. Spoilers for anyone. Yeah, this is spoilers, yeah. but I take it if you're if you're listening to a podcast about movies anyway, you've seen mm. it already, but. Um, but then again, I mean, it's probably the the appropriate way to end it because it's like oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. life. You yeah, know, life can be shitty. And well, they're happen. Kevin Smith's characters. It's based mm. on Kevin Smith's life and stuff, and mm. all these friends' lives, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. You know, mm. I, I I'm never really a fan of this kind of thing where a kind of um, creator should be beholden to the audience. Yeah, fan service or anything yeah, like that. Um, yeah, would it? Whereas, like, if, like, of course it would have, but then if they had to finish it all, soccer, people would be like, yeah, I can't believe you finished that. I don't know. I know, yeah, yeah, that's an unnaturally um, happy end. But it really was, and especially because, um, I don't probably have talked about it on the show, I fucking go on about it enough anyway in real life. Um, I had a fucking Widowmaker heart attack about a year and a half ago, like Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Kevin Smith, I didn't get to the hospital on time, and I fucking died just on the way in the door. Mm. And had to be seriously yeah. resuscitated in yeah, operation. And it and fucked me up like physically for the rest of my life but it's the whole thing with it when looking at clerks it was just like oh yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. So yeah it's like watching yourself on screen kind of a thing really, yeah isn't it? and i think yeah that's probably actually what clerks is in general it's like there's a character in clerks that most people mm. go jesus that was me when i was younger or that's i, know I think those people our generation yeah. as well because it, like say when you had the the indie boom of movies in the 90s uh, you had like Kevin Smith, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, um, Richard Linklater, I think. But you know, you had all these guys that were coming out of movie school, and I think everyone had it in there. Actually, I don't know if Tarantino did went to movie. I don't think he did. Um, I think he was. It was, it was just this thing where it's what well, it's a great uh documentary of people have ever seen an overnight um Troy Duffy story. He's the guy who directed the Boondock Saints, and mm. I think that captures that era really, really well. Where it's you had a load of regular people. All of a sudden, it was like the door seemed to be open into mm. Hollywood. Hollywood, for mm. where it was like Tarantino was. Uh, video store clerk mm-hmm. wrote scripts got his way to even start making movies on his own back funded himself Kevin Smith I, I think is like the true definition of a lot of these indie kind yeah. of thing at the entirely time entirely self-funded like via entirely, credit cards yeah. and selling his own comic book collection yeah. and all of that it's the same Sam Raimi I think mm. too so where they got funded by dentists and things yeah. you know um, but it's just it, it, it was like that, that thing it was everyone of a certain age at that stage 
in the 90s all of a sudden it was like my god maybe it could be us I think a lot of people our age and a little bit older would have wrote movie scripts you had in your head oh it could be like I remember writing a movie script and submitting it to like agents and things mm. but like like we wouldn't have been on our own like yeah, we were all deluded obviously like, but, <laughs> but it was it just seemed like well this is something that can happen and mm. it does happen because like the, the Tarantino did well as far as we knew mm. these people they didn't have Kevin Smith definitely didn't have a fucking in mm. into Hollywood so like I mean there's a bit of luck involved with it obviously but Absolutely, as well like yeah. there's talent and determination uh, involved. and that's what I mean he basically just went and did his own stuff anyway he raised his own funds that's you know I suppose mm. the difference as well like you know that would have been sort of slightly out of our grasp really I suppose yeah. so, you know but um, some people just do that they go off mm. self-fund a film and suddenly it's like oh, actually that film is pretty good and it gets the attention then of the actual mainstream media yeah like, well, there was and a, that's how they opened the doors. Yeah, but there, but there was a lot of... I, I think it was with our generation as well that there was a lot of people... Well, in our part of the world, like obviously not fucking everywhere in the world, mm. but like we grew up with people that were always part of the arts in one way or another where they were doing plays. And I think that was the thing with Kevin Smith and Tarantino as well, that you had in the 80s um, a lot of the bigger kind of blockbuster movies, mm. I suppose. The script was nearly secondary. It was just like action piece after action piece. Nothing wrong with that. Love action movies. Mm. Um, but then this seemed to bring that these guys seemed to bring like the play mm. uh, or play was like scripted like a play um, where there was a lot of dialogue in it and sure like Tarantino has been compared to Shakespeare for mm. you know, yeah. wasn't there um, with it so it's you had all that going on mm. and it was and I think that's why people and definitely I know why I like Kevin Smith so much it is because you nearly feel like oh it's one of us mm. Um, it's of the same generation and he's after making it but it's talking about stuff that he's interested in. we were like I think it was the first time I saw a comic or a film where they were like adults nearly talking com- about yeah. comics to be and about comics movies, or, yeah. Yeah, Star Wars as well sure. yeah and it fucking blew my mind where mm. it was just like oh my god like yeah. people these people are that. like us yeah. oh my god because normally if they had stuff like that in the movie you'd be like oh that nerd yeah, <laughs> yeah. Poindexter like you know getting sand kicked in their eyes by Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> on the beach why is Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger so against comic book nerds um I don't know mm-hmm. MacBain alright oh, mm. okay yeah. uh, nuclear what was nuclear. it nuclear what was it nuclear man the atom man no no, I don't it doesn't know. matter. Yeah, but um, the goggles they do not work. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, like, would you have been a Kevin Smith fan? Like, I prior like, I mean, to me, yeah, prior to you, like yeah. fucking insisting upon it, I would have watched Clerks, and it would have been a, a thing that I would have been like, yeah, I, I know these people mm. hanging around video stores. I was one of those yeah, people, yeah. you know, hanging around video stores, and you know, the dead end job where you're kind of like, God, oh, not even mm. supposed to be here. And you went wishing. to movie making school. Oh, I know exactly. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, maybe I'm Kevin Smith, but no, not successful. Mm. Obviously, and you, were, you were, did work on like. Uh, I suppose like small yeah, movie yeah yeah local, local things, media yeah. and all that kind of stuff as well but not Hollywood or anything like mm. that yeah. but um, no that's it like I mean having seen it you know it's it's so relatable and the stuff they're talking about like do you know what I mean it just sounds like the you know sort of the the fucking the putting down the time conversations you have where you kind of you, you, you wax between the sort of the, the poetic and the deep and the you know the lyrical and the profound and the mm. philosophical and then you've got like some customer coming in like you know giving out about milk expiry date or something like that so mm. it's you know just a very 
very real depiction, I suppose, of a lot of people's lives mm. at that stage, you know, of a particular generation, as you said. I think it fits in with the whole thing about with Seinfeld as well, with the show mm. about nothing, mm. you know, where it's... Um, I, I I think something happened in the 90s where people wanted to express themselves, I think, more so than... Mm. You know, that they wanted to... Ex- it's the same as every generation, I suppose. They want to try and get their... Life, whereas music... Uh, was always a mm. thing but like filmmaking wasn't open yeah that, uh, that was the thing it was out of everyone's reach until mm. the technology came to such a level that you could actually mm. kind of shoot your own film at home and have it be passable and have it actually be screened in a cinema cinema quality mm. so I think I suppose technology kind of democratised that a little yeah. bit I suppose for everyone gave people access that where are you going to get like a Hollywood you know film camera or something like that if you're just like someone from in some rural town somewhere mm. And all of a sudden you can actually do it on like high quality Betamax or, you know, that kind of stuff and get away with it. Well, that's it. Mm. Like, I mean, it's just, it changed. And I think Kevin Smith was pro- well ahead of the game mm. with it, obviously, because um, it would have been like the early 90s, I suppose, with Clerks. Yeah. I remember, I think the first, like before I saw, I saw Mallrats before I saw Clerks. Right. And mm. I remember seeing it, it was just like, what the fuck is it? And like Mallrats for people who aren't familiar with it, it was, it was like his second movie and it was like more of a bit budget and Clerks was like critically fucking mm. acclaimed and people were like, oh my God, this is, guy is, mm. we were just looking at a documentary about him um, the other night and the, he was kind of recounted and people that were there recounting it saying it was like all these people that were like say New York film critics and all these people it was nearly like they were like we were after letting you into our mm. thing. The you, inner story. Yeah. And they didn't really seem to get what Kevin Smith was about. Mm. Whereas I think something like Mole Rats and Clerks 2, I think is probably one of his best films. Mm. Um, or I really like actually the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I think that's fucking yeah. brilliant. Um, and Chase Amy is good as well. But like, I don't think they got that was his sense of you. Or mm. the, and then when Mole Rats came out, they were like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, and because of the bad from those people that obviously didn't want to see and they probably felt like they were cheated or something that they were probably expecting mm. I don't know what they were expecting um, that they kind of killed that movie and yeah. a lot of people didn't get to see it I got to see it I think it was on Channel 4 came across it by Terrestrial accident Terrestrial TV basically yeah. yeah and it was like oh my god this is the great and then like, it was like fucking just trying to find it and it was really 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 yeah, hard to get anywhere yeah um, Especially at that stage, like in the mid nineties, mm. um, and then came Clark's Clerks and stuff, and it was. But um, even from that, like with the whole thing with Clerks, it was he was doing that whole thing as well, where it's like you write what you know about, yeah. And he had all these friends in it, and this is like something that I think sold Kevin Smith, and he was said because he he brought brings it up in a lot of these movies, where it's um. Where I think he he started off with this kind of idea where it's like it's great to make movies with your friends and enjoy it, mm. but then got caught up in the the Hollywood and the career mm. thing, and then kind of came back to it. Yeah. Um. I think with Clerks too, where it was that thing of nearly where Dante and Randall kind of accept mm. that it's like there's nothing wrong with being happy and working, doing what you're doing. If what you know, you don't you shouldn't be trying to, um. Be something you're not. I yeah, yeah, or kind exactly. of like on other people's uh, yeah, ideas judgment. of what you, yeah. you should be. Like, whereas they're happy to be clerks in yeah. that. Um, they get to that point with them, happy to stay in their hometown. Which I think there is something with Kevin Smith where he went over to, after getting big, uh, where he ended up moving to LA and all that. And I think he's, 
there was always like he he had a breakdown recently, mm-hmm. um, and it's like for people who don't know that there was a bigger whole kind of thing around Kevin Smith as well, where it's like all the friends that helped him make Clerks. This is what I was trying to get at. Yeah. They he kind of looked after all them. Yeah. So they all the, kind of came along together. Yeah. Such, yeah. On the back of Clerks, well, I think it was more so with the money that they made off Mall Rats. He bought a comic book store mm-hmm. and he got his friends. To run, to run it, basically. It, yeah. And started the whole podcast empire then as well, yeah. Smodcast. And Smodcast, yeah. Mm. But I, I think before Smodcast, tell him Steve Dave was going, mm. which is like Brian Wolf Lanigan and Brian Quinn, mm. um, who were good friends of Kevin Smith. Like, uh, basically, Randall and Clarks is based on Brian Johnson. Mm. Um, and then they were all in comic book men. Uh, Wolf Lanigan is in it as about fucking 50 million people and he's the guy with the eggs. Yeah. yeah, and he's buying cigarettes. And they've always been, and Walt ended up uh, managing yeah, the comic book the store. Comic book store. Yeah. And of course then that itself turned into a TV series. Yeah, Comic mm. Book Men, which I love. I probably looked at that a million times, but mm. it's this whole thing that they seem to, because they're essentially sharing their lives with people mm. through the podcast, through the TV shows and all that. And normal people they're not celebrities they That's are the in a way celebrities but they're not I like think, you know yeah, J-Lo or fucking yeah. Ben Affleck no um, they're very relatable and I think they stay genuine and fairly um, true to their roots as well yeah. you know they're authentic I suppose probably mm. the word you want to use because yeah. you know they're, they'll never kind of give up the yeah I am a fan of comics and yeah I do enjoy yeah. hockey and yeah that's it and I'm happy living in New Jersey and you know, mm. why would I want to live anywhere else yeah. kind of a thing which is it's refreshing to see it's not always this striving to like you know be out and hustle and you know influence on Instagram and all that kind mm. stuff nowadays well that's it and like I mean they're, they're older guys but it's I suppose probably people feel the same way about maybe mm. someone like that grew up with Miley Cyrus or something like that mm. where it's you're after watching these people through their careers but like the whole thing because I tell them Steve Dave and Kevin Smith with Smodcast and Therese movies you're kind of after you feel like you're after being a part of their lives mm. too. You, you know a lot more about their lives than say we would like I, I don't know what the fuck Harrison Ford is up there or what George Lucas yeah that's the, true you know, you've been along for the ride with them at every step like you see yeah. what they're doing their day to day lives yeah and, and especially with something like Tell Them Steve Dave where they are very open about what they're mm. they're doing and on a weekly the basis they like do lift the veil quite a lot because I mean the clerks trilogy there's obviously there's been documentaries on the making of Kevin Smith has had numerous mm. like you know an evening with Kevin Smith where he talks about that kind of stuff even with the comic book men the actual the show they go behind the scenes of that yeah, as such yeah, they yeah. have the podcast uh, of that and they tell you like what on the, was going the Patreon, on yeah. yeah exactly yeah so it's you know they kind of there's no mystery or anything like that they no, want to no, keep no, this no, whole like very... you know celebrity mystique it's like yeah, yeah come in and we'll chat about this and you know we'll give you the actual the real fucking mm. you know score and all of this which is it's refreshing to see yeah. like it's not this polished sort of Hollywood mm. machine and like I mean tell him Steve Dave is a very successful mm. podcast now and they, they make their own TV shows as much they put up on Patreon and they're very good like I mean they're, they're really really talented mm. group of people um, that I suppose have a need well I, I can't remember but they make a living from it anyway mm. which is the thing like what no longer works and then there was all like this thing that people fell out with Kevin Smith and you know no one really knows what went mm. on there Kevin Smith has come out over the last while saying that weed had a, an impact on his life and he had PTSD after having the heart attack and he might have been <laughs> You know, he regrets some of the things that he does. Whatever they did, they're entitled to have a bit of fucking privacy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> Over it. stuff. Um, but it's just good. To see. I think, like, the last couple of years, he's, like, I, I 
I think you have more rats chasing Amy was a critically acclaimed film as well. I quite I don't think you really like chasing no, Amy. No, I all, just uh, for some reason just always rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. I never just never enjoyed it. I don't know mm. why. But um, yeah. Anyway, now there's no point in me saying too mm. much about that because it's just like I keep rolling my eyes every time you put it on, and then I don't watch it, and then I forget why I don't like it. In the See, first I place. quite like that because of the whole comic book artist mm. things, where it's like, oh my god, they have the you know where it's mm. that was something that I. I can't remember being done either where it was just going into that world mm. um, as well and it's like oh my god it's up on the big screen I don't really give a shit about the, the relationship story, which is like the, the, <laughs> main, the main story trust, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but and as well Jason Lee I mm. think who came in in Wallrats fucking amazing actor mm. a very very funny guy yeah. um, who know, went on to have a massive yeah, career, career as well, and like Ben Affleck obviously he was in Wallrats mm-hmm. as well went on had a massive career but like after Chase Amy then there was Dogma which did well and then mm. I think he kind of went he tried to do movies that other people would have wanted like Jersey Girl which mm. tanked which is actually a good movie it's, great, I, yeah, it's quite not like wrong it. with it it's just maybe a bit more sentimental I suppose than you used to seeing from Kevin Smith yeah and then mm. Cop Out mm. uh, which never must look at it but that I think kind of finished him off with Hollywood and then he did Clerks 2 mm. um, which I love Clerks 2 Clerks 1 black and white film very mm. very super independent mm. um, just about one day and I suppose Clerks 2 is about one day, but it's taken yeah. up what about 10 15 years later, yeah. Where the, the characters, yeah, yeah, the guys are working in like movies and fast food, yeah. yeah and at this thing. stage, I think he's after establishing and building his universe, the extended universe, the universe yeah. yeah. Um, where you have all the, the characters are all interlinked and kind of like a big fan base. Anyway. And oh, yeah, sure, there was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, mm-hmm. was it Strike Back? I can't remember yeah. as well. Um, along the way with that but it was all these characters interlinked mm. and then you're back into like the original yeah. world I suppose where, where you're back in that part in Jersey whereas I think Kevin Spittall said he wanted to build like this John Hughes universe where it's all interconnected but he did it so much better mm. than John Hughes I think with John Hughes you just knew of there was like you know it was just set in the same place mm. but like in this, you feel like you're actually going to like say a hometown I suppose yeah, right? yeah it feels like you're going back home and catching up with all these characters mm. you just haven't been talking to in a it while. feels so real and as well because they popped up in different uh, movies along the way that mm. there was that thing and like I mean you got to see Jay and Silent Bob mm. go through all their their different adventures and as well as they were growing up and maturing as people. Mm. They were kind of maturing as characters yeah. in it. And then it's nice with Clerks too that it gets to that point where it goes from 20-somethings to people in their early 30s yeah. that are kind of like, what really the fuck are we doing? Life, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's, yeah. you know, what is it all about? You know, mm. And I think that came out probably at when we would have been kind of, maybe in our late 20s, I suppose. Yeah, we early yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I was kind of tracking with our lives as well. Yeah. So you are hitting that stage where you're kind of like, oh my God, what have I done with my life and where am I mm. going? And things haven't worked out as I thought they would. Kind yeah. Of thing, yeah. And I think there's that nice thing in it where it is kind of like, you know, that shit don't matter. Mm. It's just fucking... And it is, and it's looking around and appreciating what you actually do have. You know, mm. you have good friends or, you know, sort of a, a good relationship or you just enjoy what you're doing. You have time to, you know, mm. have your life. Work isn't everything, essentially. Well, I, but they actually, you know, again, spoilers and all the rest, you know, they, they did find that actually we're happiest in that line of work by the fucking quickie stop mm. and actually go in and just run it for ourselves and be our own boss I think that was a lot of the message as well was like mm. you know there's no point be having someone else being your boss no, I'd just say be your own boss he was going to with that end and I think there was that feeling that it was like this is it mm. I, I don't think they were ever going to do a clerk's tree um, 
uh, with it and it, it, you know it felt like a final kind of where everyone was like oh please do a Clerks 3 but Clerks 2 as well it's the thing that Kevin Smith does so well he is quite funny like I mean, yeah. like as a person an individual himself with his talks and spoken word stuff he's fucking immensely funny I remember yeah. the first time that we saw like an evening with Kevin Smith it was like he's so funny yeah he's really funny yeah. just like off the cuff and you know yeah and it was like a double DVD mm-hmm. um, or maybe the second one but it was just these really funny stories and he was very open and very personable um, and it was you know it, it, you didn't kind of expect yeah. it really I suppose yeah and I suppose he opened the door as well for people to do because there wasn't really like I mean I'm sure there was talks going on like yeah. I don't know movie things but to go out on tour you know as he created the Kevin Smith character mm. as well he sold himself it was more than just like you know someone doing movies like yeah. Spielberg I mean, like, he, he essentially yeah. had his sort of his costume I suppose you know mm. the sort of the denim jorts and you know the sort of the hockey t-shirt and the beer you know he just mm. he just yeah, it was a Kevin Smith character, I suppose. So, like, if he changed his clothes, he just he wouldn't be Kevin Smith anymore, yeah. kind of a thing, you know. And I suppose that was one of the weird things after he had the heart attack as mm. well. Actually, when he lost all the weight, it was. Yeah, you know, I remember like, first, like, Ooh, yeah, you're kind of like, like, oh my Smith. gosh, what happened, Kevin Smith? Yeah. yeah. And in reality, he was just being healthy and like looking mm. after his, you know, his ticker. But I suppose one of the things mm. I was going to say with um, Clerks too, it's it's the same as he's genuinely funny, like mm. really really funny. Clerks too, I think is one of the funnier. Mm. Um, Clerks one is funny, but I think it's probably if people younger people wouldn't get a lot of it. Yeah, even though and I don't not, think he had his full confidence to just go balls out with yeah. you know sort of the gags and the setups. Like mm. I mean, there's the donkey show. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that's, yeah. you know, sort of, depending on how, if you came out of not knowing Kevin Smith or not knowing mm. like that it was meant to be a farce or comedy, you'd be like, this is outrageous. That's horrible. Mm. A donkey and a human were. But it's like, it's there for comedy effect and like just to be a little bit shocking and mm. hilarious, you know? But I think the, like where sometimes what works really well is when you bring in, well, it can kill things as well, mm. when you bring in another character into the mm. world. So when they brought Elias into it. Yeah. That, that could have easily been like, oh, it's a sidekick that they're bringing into it. Mm. But it's, and he's not really like this where they do in films where they, you know, you have nearly a blank person where it's like coming into that world and explain, like with Hellboy where they yeah. had the agent coming into it. And and this, it was like, Elias was in, but he just fitted in real because he's just like, he's, just he's fucked up in a well. different way. Yeah. yeah. And Becky thing as well yeah. for Dante, where it was that, you know, that there, and it was Kevin Smith's wife was in this as well, mm. which I didn't realize she was a Hollywood or, well, a reporter um, when they met. Mm. Um, so I just, I don't know. I never How really, come I knew that and you didn't? I don't know. I just That's never bizarre. really, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not like a stalker or anything. Like Neither am I. It's just uh, that, that story has been told numerous times mm. by both of them. It probably just goes in one ear and out the other ear. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You just don't listen. Mm. Oh, but uh, shut up. <laughs> I don't pay you to talk. <laughs> um, but it, it's, yeah, too, I think is like the part, and it would have been a great send off for mm. us. But like what you were saying with the donkey show as well, yeah. it's like the guy with, it's very few filmmakers, I think, can take uh, a scene of bestiality yeah. <laughs> going on and turn it into a touch and heartfelt moment yeah and yeah. make it funny yeah. and and not like 
horrendous. Yeah. It's like you don't, obviously you don't see anything. Yeah, it's just implied. Yeah, but it's just a whole kind of twist that it's like, you know, who's the stud on your man is, I'm the stud. <laughs> yeah. And, but he's just such a weird character as well with the hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And it's, that's the thing as well that they actually let him be a character in his own right that he wasn't just like, okay, here's here's the weirdo in the PVC outfit or mm. whatever. And he just, but it's like he was given his own little bit of screen time as well mm. and his own quirky, weird character as well. But that's, I think, what he mm. does so well with stuff. It's like that Seinfeld thing where you have, like in Seinfeld, what really made Seinfeld, it's like with a lot of comic books, what mm. makes Spider-Man and Batman is the villains. Mm. Not necessarily, like, I mean, if you take, if you just do a comic book about Batman sitting around the house mm. with Alfred, you'd be bored sensing he's a nut job you know oh, but he's not he is, like yeah. a fun nut job like yeah. the Joker he's just like a depressed fucking yeah. you know he never got over his parents dying and it's like you're fucking in your 30s get over it man you know you're <laughs> um, uh, whereas like Peter Parker is quite likeable but I imagine if you spent a lot of time with him as Peter Parker you'd be just like just oh my god exactly yeah. just simmer down buddy um but you know, so it's mm. the villains. You need to have the balance. Yeah, yeah so the in the yeah, it's all the those side characters make the mm. Kevin Smith, and they're good to have me. Even like when you have, like, the the guy that comes in when they're talking about the Lord of the Rings. Mm. That scene is just fucking. It's it's, it's hilarious. It like, is, it's, yeah, and it, like I mean, there's no reason for the scene as such, only to establish like you know these these are the interested people and these are the yeah. kind of weirdos that come into the shop. Mm. And the hilarious thing as well, I suppose, is you see it on comic book men a lot, where people come in, <laughs> yeah, and he just yeah. like they're you know they're having a chat, and then all of a sudden this customer just joins in, and they're like far weirder than anybody else mm. there, or you know they're hysterically but funny or something. So, and like I mean, the, mm. the whole thing obviously like comic book men, it's a reality yeah, show, and it's like said people were picked to come in, and so but some mm. people weren't. The, like, they just showed up yeah. and turned out to be hilarious enough to keep mm. in but when you go for I, I think between Clerks 2 and Clerks 3 Kevin Smith's life took a very kind oh of God, yeah. uh, yeah. weird kind of um, he ended up I think Clerks 2 really it, it nearly foreshadowed where he'd go mm. in life where he uh, maybe he made a cop out after that but it's he basically came out of the Hollywood system he made Zack and Mary makes a porno mm. which I'm not really a big fan of I have to say it, it just don't really like that film. No. Now again, it is. There's, there. It's hilarious. It's own yeah. right and all the rest. But again, I wouldn't be a huge fan. I, of that. It doesn't feel like a Kevin Smith film to mm. me. Now, when they were talking about it in the documentaries, well, they were saying, well, he kind of went through a phase where it was like Judd Apatow was doing well, yeah. and everyone kind of felt, well, look, he's doing well because he's kind of after ripping you off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Do these sort of slightly smutty kind of gags and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So he kind of went. Well, I'm going to make a Judd Apatow film, yeah, and he I, had I, Seth I Rogen. Apatow, in it. Apatow, yeah. Yeah, and. It's just, yeah, it didn't feel like a Kevin Smith movie mm. to me. There was elements to it, but it's just, I don't know. Mm. Um, and then he ended up going off doing podcasts for a long time and doing his own thing. And from the podcast. And Tusk as well. Yeah, well, that was mm. the thing. From the podcast, he ended up at Red State. They yeah. decided that, right, fuck the whole Hollywood system. Mm. Let's do our own thing. So mm. they were making their own films financed by themselves um, and they distributed themselves. Mm. They went on tour across America with it and doing shows it, as yeah. well. And it worked out really well. Red State is actually a really good movie. Mm. Um, let's go back and look at that as well. Uh, Tusk, I don't know, I could take it or leave it now. Yeah, I think it it's was a little great. bit bizarre. Um, and then he did Yoga Hosers, which is a film that he wanted to do with his daughter, which mm. it's like, I we haven't looked at that. I, it's not aimed at. Yeah. It seemed that a young, also, much younger audience. Also, I don't think audience, we'd yeah. enjoy it. Um, but like, I mean, 
don't need that but like he t- I think he got a bit of stick for that but he, he just did his own well, fucking I mean, thing why like, wouldn't you if you're in that position your daughter is like interested you know she's an actress in her mm. own right and all the rest if you're in that position why wouldn't you do a film with your daughter you know there's plenty yeah. of people as they get older they start acting in kids films because they want to have films their kids can watch and all mm. the rest I mean how great to be able to work with your kid and you know do a film with her well you see it's like a lot of it's one of the things I admire about Rob Zombie and mm. Sherry Moon fucking zombie that like she doesn't act in other films like I mean mm. she's I don't know whether she's interested in being in other films or what but she can act regardless mm. of what people say like I mean fucking she can't you know but they quite mm. obviously just want to spend time with each other yeah. which what's wrong with that exactly they're making um, films together why not yeah and uh fucking like I mean it was really was it Mila Jovovich I think is one of mm. the stranger ones that um if you only really know her from Resident Evil, you might realise that she was like, in, uh, she was Oscar nominated. And mm. she, like, Mila Jovovich was a very serious actress before. Mm. Well, before the Resident Evil, kind of yeah. Stuff, yeah. And it was, she married uh, Paul Anderson that did, and they decided, let's just fucking make these movies. Mm. So she's only really been in movies that he's made in the tomb, just because the way to look at it is we can spend time with the family exactly, on set yeah. and do things. Do what we want there's to do. nothing wrong with it and they're yeah. fucking successful with it. It's yeah, all like, fuck that. And um, millions of people yeah. would be very jealous of that. I'd be very jealous mm. of that. And Kate Beckinsale was mm. the same. So Kate Beckinsale was someone who was, uh, she was another kind of person that was nominated for Oscars, very serious kind of thing, mm. more uh, like fucking Downton Abbey stuff. Mm. Um, and, and then, then all of a sudden, she married the guy that was doing Underworld and just did a bunch of Underworld yeah, <laughs> movies you know where people not? were like what the fuck is going yeah. you know but like yeah what's not exactly. wrong with it yeah. it's putting your own life before work as well mm-hmm. if you can find a way to marry the two how bad yeah so Kevin Smith I think he mm. made a great and then he did Comic Book Men as well mm. which brought everyone back and then he did the um the Jay and Silent Bob reboot which I think is fucking fantastic mm. it's very mad and it kind of it brings everything together mm. references back to everything yeah, yeah and it brings everything everyone together is whether you know and I think mm. probably because of that it kind of led up to Clark Street well he had the heart attack after that yeah and then he was like right I you want to address this these kind of thing, characters yeah. again mm. and it's it goes into him having the heart attack uh, well Randall has the heart attack and decides to make a move which is basically Clerks who decides mm. to make so it's all very meta um, and like it's it like poor Dante in it mm. it is really the whole thing where it's like life can kick in the teeth where with Becky he was with her at the end and it always seemed and it's like she died in a fucking car crash and mm. she was pregnant at the time and it's so just he, like yeah, he just he had the yeah. life he wanted and it just got all taken away from him through yeah. no fault of his own or her own or anything yeah. like that and he's just back to being miserable and single and working in the store like, yeah. yeah but he's like it's a good depiction because he's not like miserable the whole time with mm. it. and then when he does like fuck he can act waves, yeah. he can Brian yeah. O'Halloran can really really act when mm. you see him with the it's yeah you nearly be crying yourself getting, like yeah. uh, watching him you know go through him and you know, his breakdowns and you know crying mm. about missing her and stuff but then yeah he's, he's back to Dante with the eyes cracking and the fucking the rolling of the eyes yeah. and, the and all the rest so it, it is like you said it's more realistic because people you know you have your waves where everything just gets mm. on top of you and you're like fuck the world mm. and, and then you're okay yeah. and then you just go oh, fuck it just get on with things mm. you know what else can you do mm. and Elias come, came mm. back from, I don't think he really started anything else over mm. uh, you know and they got him back he's, he's hysterical he's well. fucking brilliant oh in it he's really funny. really really good 
but it, it's a continue it's it's a nice continuation mm. with that. It's like them back in the store and And it's nice to see uh, as I said, Jane Silent and Bob kind of develop as well. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. Become like legitimate businessmen. Yeah, when they, they have their weed store because yeah. obviously there's no you know, VHS store isn't going mm. to be open anymore. But it's have all the and then even the whole kind of throwback to clerks where they're doing so they get back a lot of people that mm. were in the original clerks as well so it's nice to see them all coming it back is, and into it's it. kind of I suppose we're at the age as well where we are kind of almost the same age of all these characters and it is a bit it's a little bit emotional I suppose seeing people like that would have been in their 20s and they're coming back and they've got wrinkles oh, and grey hair and looking so old, old and, yeah. and you're kind of like oh my god I'm old too oh god yeah. <laughs> or you do, yeah there is fucking telling mm. me about it and, but at the end when um, mm. they got, you kind of think oh he's going to pull through because like they have their they're falling out and then mm. they make up it's you know that yeah nearly Disney thing I suppose yeah, it's yeah, yeah, that and for the, sh- the schmaltzy happy yeah. ending and then there's it's then not he a, dies and yeah. you're just like <sighs> yeah but and then again it's you know the ending is it's kind of it's it's a bit it's brutal but it's nice in a way where it kind of you know it ends up in the store and like Randall is mm. still there serving and Jane and Bob are still there doing their thing yeah. and Elias is there that's and life just, goes on but that's it well, people even, have to go on yeah, yeah with Dante he mm goes to heaven kind of mm. like he's with Becky again at That's the end it. of it so he does kind of get his happy ending yeah. after all yeah but like I mean oh my god like every time we look happy at ever it, after sorry happy well, ending is very well, it's different. only the second time that we looked at the guy I remember mm. after the I was like god like I was, it was tearing up like I the think first it was time, too yeah. close to your heart attack when yeah. I watched it the first time it was a little very emotional yeah and yeah. then like with the, the second, even looking at it the second time even think about it now I'm getting kind of like emotional like, oh god, yeah. but not necessarily not about myself like yeah. you know not that fucking ego fucking centric you know but um, but it's just yeah. with the characters because it's mm. like my god these characters they've been with you for what fucking yeah, 30 odd years 30 years mm. and then it's like oh my god yeah but at the same point it's like you know it's not that oh I can't believe he killed yeah him, but it's, it's just it's, uh, yeah, it's it's life cycle unfortunately yeah. you know, there are these and like even in our own lives there are people that like you know they're dead and they're gone and it's like mm. it's fucking tragic and all the rest but it, it is it's just part of the human experience like you know well this is the thing I think where Kevin Smith does things so well like the, uh, fucking I know people shit all over the man and stuff and some of it's probably justified and like I'm not going to be like defended everything that he's on but with his thing as well of um He-Man Mm. The rev- I enjoyed that I loved it and my mother was just after dying at the time mm. and that actually helped me get through yeah um, the initial stages of grief I can't remember how yeah. <laughs> now looking I think back we basically just sat down and watched the whole thing we did but there was elements where it was about grief I think yeah. and at the, I, can't, I can't remember it like, but, but I remember at the time going oh my god that like really yeah, really, I really helped relate. me yeah. I think it kind of brought me back to that time Your as well when I was a child yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like very few directors can yeah, touch people Do in that, that you kind know. of you know dramatic yeah. fashion. I suppose. Now people go on where a lot of the criticism that used to be aimed at Kevin Smith was like, "Oh, he can't direct everything; it's just from the one kind of thing." Hmm. It's like that's you're missing the point of movies. You're like movies hmm. should have an emotional impact on yeah. you. Um, they're not going to have an impact on everyone. Hmm. Uh, it's the same as uh, any art. Like, I mean, you have yeah. to find something. Then sometimes you look at it and kind of, go, oh. but people used to be, oh, well, he's not Martin Scorsese. And it's like, like Good. You don't, yeah, leave Martin Scorsese be Martin yeah. Scorsese, Kevin Smith be Kevin yeah. Smith. Martin Scorsese is a great technician. Mm. He 
tells other people's stories. Mm. Kevin Smith's power is he tells his stories. Yeah, that's true. Um, mm. Would that resonate with people and have that emotional connection mm. to it, which is fantastic. It's great. It's not like, I mean, Star Wars has that as well mm. for some people, you know. Everyone's going to find stuff. But that's, I know some people, you know, they're favourite artists, you know, musical artists, something like that. Like, you look at a Taylor Swift and like, oh my God, she speaks to me. And it's like, yeah. for me, I'm just like, meh. But, it, you know, if it does it, it for it people, does it, does it does it for people. Like, I mean, we, we went, I think after going through, same as everyone you get a bit older and like I mean there's still a bit where you kind of go I don't get what fucking young people are it's shit mm. oh things were better in the 90s why can't everyone be Rob Zombie <laughs> um, I think, but it's like there was like uh, friends of ours uh, their kid is big into Taylor Swift and mm. after she was talking we were kind of like there has to be some mm. kind of thing so we went off and we looked at a documentary about her and it was kind of like she seems like a nice enough human being and mm. so forth. And tried listen, and then tried listen to her music. I was just like, oh, I no. can't. I just, <laughs> I just can't. Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, you can respect her for what she does yeah. or whatever, but like, not for us. Yeah, but you know, it's quite obviously she's after making a big connection. But I think with her as well, it's her story, mm. um, as well that people buy into because you, you buy into the person. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, with, with like it's the same with like, Kevin Smith. Then. Yeah. yeah, it's like people buy into him and his universe and his friends. Like you know, mm. it's. Well, that was when he had the heart attack. Mm. There was an awful lot of people who were really like, "Oh my god, mm. no!" You know, and he, I think himself, he was saying, "What was it?" I can't remember what the film he was at. He was like, oh, I can't let that be the fucking last. Yoga Hosers was like, the last yeah, film. That's yeah, that's right, yeah. And he was like, I can't have that as kind of like... My last uh, film. film. <laughs> I have to do something else. Um, mm. But it, it, it's that old. All those people, mm. they do feel... Well, to me, they feel like they're part of kind of a thing. And it's well, one of the things... Anyone that's in their 40s or even in their 30s, you know you have your friends when you're a teenager and mm. some of them would be people from when you were like fucking um, really young um, then you, you move on after that you'll have your college friends or whatever work friends that you meet now. but you drift away from people a mm. lot in your 30s it's very very rare for people to kind of like have friends that they mm. would have made with people you might have one or two yeah. but like I me, mean, you're going to be going off doing your own fucking thing people and you having don't see, kids it's just life exactly happens, moving you know? away whatever yeah, yeah time goes quicker and you, you want to do yeah. your own thing you get caught on the, you have different hobbies and shit um, so for all of those people to have met mm. and known each other from when they were teenagers and still be friends true I'd imagine a lot of like say Hollywood a lot of shit, bullshit and, exactly yeah. yeah ups and downs of careers and money and yeah. everything yeah and like I mean I don't mean bullshit from them but like mm. influence bullshit like for Kevin Smith never to fucking be a coke addict and mm. you know like a lot of people get destroyed by yeah these systems um, and he seems like a nice guy he mm. seems like a good guy you know yeah I mean uh, like his kid seems to have grown up like super likable girl nice yeah, boy, yeah, you yeah, know? Does, yeah. and that's it and still madly in love with the wife and mm. the wife is madly in love with him so it's nice to see that yeah and that's it's the weird thing with his daughter as well because from when she was born he called her Harley Quinn at the time people were it was like oh my god he called her after like a fucking Batman character but mm. a, a Batman character that was only in the cartoon you know mm. like Harley Quinn is massive now but at the time no um so as well as the whole thing with kevin smith he wrote for uh, comics yeah. as well and like i mean he's Batman, after yeah. showrunner on supergirl i think hmm. um and so yeah oh yeah he did like a couple of batman things walt flanagan the guy that was the manager who does Sam steve dave he did a couple of comics with him as well hmm. i think it was the winding guyer 
and he might have done the Guardian Angel um, Daredevil one but it's oh yeah when Ben Affleck did Daredevil they mm. were all thrilled as well because it was like oh my god one you're a fucking and then exactly. that he did Batman as well so yeah. because Affleck was a big comic book fan as well mm. um, what was I fucking saying I don't know you were, just, you were saying it's nice <laughs> just they totally rambling hung out together like throughout their life yeah it is but you know it's oh but how much of it I think a nice guy and a decent human being Kevin Smith is a lot of people came out about Harvey Weinstein at the mm. time. They were like, oh, God, I never knew. And, oh, this is disgusting and stuff. But they, like, I mean, I suppose, what do you do about yeah. it? Kevin Smith came out and he said, look, no fucking idea this shit was going on. Everyone knew that he was like a philanderer was a yeah, thing. And that they cheated on his wife. They didn't know what, you know, yeah, the extent of what was, was going it. on. So Kevin Smith did any of the proceeds going forward from movies that were yeah, made under the Mayor yeah. Max thing. Is being donated to uh, women's women. charity. I yeah, it's women in film or women. Yeah. women in acting. But as well, he also had the. I think it's at around the Wayne Foundation, which was mm. about people trafficking, like you know, <laughs> not <about> people trafficking, <laughs> but um, to help people. With char- yeah, with it because yeah. he always had a thing about Batman, and it's really funny. I think it comes up in one of the clerks where it's like oh my god like at that time that we went to college and we thought that we could be Batman. Yeah, we were taking him, criminology yeah there. him and Brian Johnson did that they thought oh yeah we could be like Batman and we could <laughs> and like we'd take criminology and we'd go oh, we'd be great detectives yeah. and stuff um, so you know a lot of these things mm. There was fucking, but like, I mean, he he wants to help people. I mm-hmm. think he it's with a lot of these people. You have sometimes you can just with artists like say we like black metal. Well, I mm-hmm. like black metal and some of the heavy. It's you know people hate humanity, and that's part of where you kind mm-hmm. of go. Yes, I fucking hate people at times too as well. With Kevin Smith, you kind of get a feeling that he loves people. He loves He's his genuinely friends. interested yeah. in people, yeah. and he loves his fans. Yeah. Um with stuff and I don't think it's you can't put that on for fucking no you can't be like decades. fave or false yeah I'd wear on you eventually snap <laughs> oh yeah you can imagine if it was us like I know, fucking like, you get away from after me. a day yeah. you're like fucking don't touch me give me alone yeah oh god um but for all of those reasons, mm. that's why I think Clerks is the perfect trilogy. I think it has the perfect story arc mm. and it does it really does feel it's capturing in and they're not like long films mm. but somehow it captures the essence of that time and people's lives in an hour and a half. Mm. It's very hard to do. Um, like nowadays, everyone's like big into TV shows, which is fucking great. Like, yeah, but to you have, have like twenty eight fucking episodes to explore yeah. or something, and everything is dragged out. So it's fucking hard yeah. to do it in an hour and a half, mm. and like over three films. And you, you genuinely think you've known people for their entire lifespans, and you know everyone mm. in this in this particular corner of the world, kind of a thing. Yeah, and like I mean, the thing is, I'm a fucking heartless bastard. Yes, and to get me to even fucking snivel. Yeah. Is Oh I know, yeah. Uh, Get you tearing up in a film? No. Yeah. yeah. Um so it's that's what I think for me anyway, at least, and mm. uh, no doubt uh, an awful lot of other people, mm. it's that whole looking like hopefully he'll keep making movies, mm. you know. Um with it, but what would you would you consider it a good trilogy? Of course yeah. a good trilogy, yes, of course. Mm. Like I mean it is as it's just it is as it's these snapshots of these people like you feel you know them you feel mm. like they're your your mates do you know what I mean and it's yeah. it's hard to do that in a film as well 
So it's like catching up with old friends whenever you go back to see them. All right, yeah, that's right. And slipping back into the old familiar kind of life, if you know what I mean. Mm. And it is, it's kind of like going back to your hometown if you've moved away and catching up with people kind of a thing. That's what it feels like. Well, I think it's nearly our generations mm. brought back, but not that, not that, you know, like Sammy mm. Davis Jr. and yeah, all yeah, those yeah, kind yeah, of guys where people felt like they knew, though. Mm. Like, I mean, they fucking, they, they were, they didn't like me, you know, it was, uh, but like with the it's like mm. and as well I suppose it's the whole thing that they they were very Kevin Smith was smart with it as well that he kind of it before blogging was really a thing or vlogging and mm. podcasts were a thing he was he was doing all that yeah start, sure he was yeah. one of the first ones on Twitter wasn't he really yeah yeah he was mm. well it was the whole thing even with like uh, movie forms mm. and stuff like that was where people were like is this fucking really Kevin Smith yeah, 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 and I was like yeah it is yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's just like. Because yeah. that's what he's into. But, like, I mean, Jason Mewes, who's, like, a big part of his life as well, um, you know, who we didn't really talk about too much, actually, mm. at all. Because I suppose Clerks isn't really so much about Ooh. him. Um, like, we could get into his fucking mm. life and another thing. But Kevin Smith really looked after him yeah. the whole way through. So, yeah, you know, he's starting from the very beginning, sure, you know, yeah. after him. He was a bit younger and, you know, sort of looking after this weird kid that was in the sort of the local youth club or whatever, mm. where they were, they were all met and then looked after him throughout his whole life, I suppose, really, because he was, he's like, you know, he is the Jade and Kevin's well, silent Well, he, he did, one of the main reasons, I remember at the time why he said he did uh, the Jay and Silent Bob uh, strikes back, that film was, he was like, he wanted Muse to get clean. He mm. had like drug problems at the time and he was like, look, if you can get clean and stay clean, we'll do another fucking movie mm. and it'll be, you know, and he did. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's nice watching him as well evolve as an actor, mm. <laughs> you know, kind of going from his yeah. fucking kid, that was, kid yeah, yeah. to um, like Actually. someone who can genuinely act and I think is quite a good actor in his own right. Mm. But yeah, I suppose I could go on. He could forever and ever, but yeah. there's only so much people can listen to, really. Yes. Um, well, but yeah, I suppose yeah, this has been a bit of a love letter to uh, Kevin Smith and the Gorgs films. Yeah, the View Askew universe, yeah. Mm. Um, anyone that's, if you listened to this show and you got to the end and you've never <laughs> seen it, like, you know, mm. kind of go oh, and fucking it. look at it, yeah. But it, I do think people should also check out Tell Him Steve Dave if yeah. they haven't. If you're a fan of Kevin Smith or you like the movies, um, even in a passing way, like it, it, I think it's very, very hard to put the two in separate kind of thing. Mm. You know that they are they are interconnected, um, and they they will always be. I mm. think for good or bad. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you, and, Kevin Smith, for class. Yes, and until next week. Goodbye. Wasn't even supposed to be here. Oh yes. Yes. God damn it. <laughs>